Hey gang, John here. I hope you are safe, and that the day sees you encouraged. We'll get to the episode shortly, but I wanted to reiterate what we said last week, that Black Lives Matter. Again, Black Lives Matter. We've been doing a lot of listening, learning, and reflecting, and we will continue to do so. And I ask that those of you who listen, who haven't yet, go seek out Black creators in the tabletop space. If I may, I'd like to personally recommend the Critical Bard, who you can find over at twitter.com forward slash critical bard. And you can find all his information from Twitch to Ko-Fi to whatever. Just give a follow for some amazing content. Finally, I want to thank Gordon McAlpin, who's been killing it over in the DMs Guild with his Death by Goblins book. He also did the artwork for our show, and he's just an overall great dude. Also want to give a shout out to Kilowatt for her art and Michaela Garrison for editing our show. Folks, we love you all. Let's get to today's episode. Friends, fiends, when last we spoke, our heroes fought a bunch of nasty demon creatures and wiped the deck with their innards. Bad ass. Anyway, I have in my hands the infamous alchemy joke of Bugalo, my third cousin. I think. And I'm going to just start drinking from this thing while I tell you all what happens next in these Demon Days. next morning sees the crew of the Phoenix Blade still cleaning up from the previous day's flight, with the mutated frock and ichor-ridden Balgura. As you make your way out of your cabins and through the rest of the ship proper, many of the crew glance your way in a look that takes you by surprise. It's not of worry or distrust. It's not fear. It's wonder, respect, camaraderie even. They seem to see you as one of their own, and if they weren't busy with the day's business, they would probably let you know. Throughout the first part of the morning, you all notice that Vanessa sits cross-legged at the point where the tear had been, feeling around the area and writing in a little book. Klekthaw seems to be a bit more muted, but in otherwise good spirits. Drago and Horatio talk amongst themselves on the forecastle of the ship toward the bow. And Cadence has a bunch of tools spread out and is working on the main deck Eldritch Cannon. Occasionally, she'll shout a question over to Vanessa, who absentmindedly answers, and then Cadence will swear. You know that it is Delin, the 29th of Darkfall, and two full days remain on your journey. The day is yours to do as you please. If you wish to engage in ship duties, you can assist Cadence, or there's also the morning meal being prepared by Baytok down in the lower decks. Otherwise, we can pass the time along, or if there's any things you wish to do, now would be the time to do them. Welcome to the day. I wish to trip Cadence over the side of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) Just boop. Just, Just a lot of hate. Yeah, you just grab her by the ankle, and she's just like, I'm working here, I'm working, ah! And then that doesn't get repaired. I'd like to, I'll fall in with Vanessa as she's looking through the rift point, and I'll do any, um, you know, investigating eye for detail stuff. Anything residual, anything out of place. Sure. Anything that could kind of ID how, how or why that particular place was picked. You wouldn't even have to roll. You can roll if you want to, just to roll, because no, your sure. perceptions and all those are very high for the theater of it. The roll on the investigation check dun, 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 uh, is a 23, which 23. is I mean, exactly the same as my passive. So how about that? Right. So <laughs> essentially, you just see and understand all things. You sit down next to her, or across from her, and she is poking around and... She looks up, oh, hi, um, and she gets back to what she's doing. You don't see anything different or new other than the mess that's on the deck that has been cleaned up as best can be. You see a little bits more dried ichor, the stuff that hasn't gone away just because it's soaked into the, the deck. But other than that, there's no evidence of the tear. If anything, the air feels maybe a little thinner. And Fetter, you notice that maybe the wind doesn't quite hit nearly as much right there where you are, kind of in that centralized point where the tear was. But for all intents and purposes, 
it's just it was it's, it was cleaned up it was cleaned up this effect as we're moving the effect stays fixed to this point in time though yeah like it, it, we saw the rift happen on the floorboards so we think that if if there is a, if there is a, a center point for the anomaly that it was the floorboards themselves and that continues the the residual like wind effects are still centered around that point yeah it seems like the area is a little not upset not nearly as noticeable but just you sitting there fetter does feel a little different and it does make sense to you why vanessa would be there just feeling the place up because she senses it too and she even looks at you do you notice anything do you notice anything different it just it feels weird here Right here, she puts her yeah. fingers on the floorboards and just kind of pushes. This was nothing. This was nothing. Yeah, it's like... I just... I don't understand it. I'll gather the squad if you're amenable to being gathered and be like, right, so the interesting thing here is that we have, as before, we were kind of run out of trust and the other places where things have opened up, we haven't really had to be there for, for prolonged periods of time. It seems like some sort of indelible effect has been left on the floor of the boat itself. There's something still tied here. I almost wonder, I mean, Lisa, is this insane? What if we try to reopen the rift? Is that an insane idea? I'm sorry, what? A little bit. I mean, we obviously can close it, but if someone's targeting us, right, and they seem to be able to target us wherever we are, I mean, I know we've sent the bird in before and saw only chaos, but I'm very curious as to who's creating these rifts and why. And it seems like some sort of residual effect is still left here in the boat. It hasn't completely gone away. Maybe that's a scar just from the tearing of space-time, but I don't know. What do we all think? I'm not keen on doing, uh, tearing a hole in a ship in the air doesn't seem to be the safest idea. I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. But I'm seems also, I think if it happens... I'm yeah. also a little confused as to how it's staying with the ship because, and granted, I don't know much about teleportation magic, but teleportation circles have to be a fixed point in a place, right? Can you actually... I don't know. Well, is, is I think that... Is this out of the normal for anybody else? It I'm, seems... Yeah, I mean... Uh, generally, I think it would have to be a fixed point in time and space, and I think the substitute there was to have it actually come up through the floorboards of the ship itself, so that the portal is, was more fused to the boat than to open air, if that makes sense. Do we have extra boards? Can we tear these up and literally break it apart, like kind of crossing the circle, <laughs> if you will? Sure, to at least negate the... To disperse it and then repair it? Yeah. I'm sure we could check with the crew. And, and So, Vanessa, I mean, we, you and I agree upon there's like, a, it feels like that the affected space here is a kind of a several foot kind of radius of the deck. Yes. I wonder if it's worth investigating. Uh, we can talk to my father. Perhaps, I'm sure there's a repair kit on board the ship for kind of mid-air, mid-travel minor repairs. Perhaps we can just see if we can actually dislodge this residual point if it is, in fact, baked into the deck. Oh, okay. You think it's tied specifically to the deck itself, right here, this spot. Yeah, I mean, we were moving... And you get the sense she doesn't, she doesn't exactly understand the, the, the differential that you're making about, like, right. you couldn't have a portal in the air because it would just go. Like, she doesn't... Right, so, Vanessa, imagine that the portal was a person, right? Uh-huh. And that person is either... If the boat is moving, that person is either on the ship or it is not on the ship. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm with you so far. And, and we are, even though it does not necessarily seem that we're moving, we're standing still on a vessel that's moving, right? So it feels like, and I don't know, anyone with more arcane experience can speak to this, that if a portal, generally, from the hells, we see it as like a fixed space in time, in, in space. Right, right. So if it were just to be opened in open air... We would have the the vessel would have blown past it, but instead, through the entirety of that fight, which granted wasn't overly long, only a few moments, but it stayed with us as we traveled. So then, oh, that theoretically means that the portal was anchored to the boat. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get, I get you. And so then we want to 
do something to these boards, like r- lift them, hoist them out, and maybe put them in a safer space to perhaps or throw them reopen over. Open it, uh, quite frankly, or throw them over. But I would love, oh. I would love to see if the you know that this sense of the displacement of the air, if that travels with the boards or. Okay. I'm I'm very curious. Again, this has happened. We've been assailed this way several times in our journey, and someone seems to be able to pinpoint fairly close to where we are. So as much as the machinations of how that plays out, I would like to understand that, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. And you see her eyes light up with curiosity. It's like, oh. Yeah. A bit of an experiment, but maybe worth the undertaking, since we have nothing but two days of travel time ahead of us. Yeah. Fetter. Yeah. I just had another thought. Mm-hmm. He takes out his sword and he, like, starts just dropping it on the deck, like the pummel, just so that there's a thump. He's like, go underneath and see if there's anything on the ceiling. Oh, certainly. Yeah, I'll, I'll head down. Yeah, and you get down there without any effort. A few sailors look at you kind of weird, but... I'm just yeah. thumping so he can... I mean, it's right next to the... Like, it's in between the two cargo grates, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. But I'll, like, just thump where the where the gate opened and see if there's... to see if there's anything on the ceiling, like if it's anything visible. Fetter, when you're down there... You don't hear anything for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Are you even sure that he's pummeling the the floorboard? Yusuf, are you are you hitting the thing or what? Yeah, because I right nothing. Okay, so I'll go back up and just kind of be like, "Yuck, man, I can't hear you at all." So really, something's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Vanessa steps forward. Could it just like maybe whatever this thing is is can like attach to a thing and maybe for whatever purpose this is, it's just attached to that particular board and it's like a, a weak point or something? I mean, that's why I would, I'd like to see if, if we if we remove the board, right, and we can move the board, if that, that, if that dead space will travel with us to the other end of the ship if we carry the board or if it's fixed to that point in time, which seems much more unlikely. Does that make sense? Okay. So you, could, you couldn't yeah. hear me at all. I'll, uh... No. Put the sword away. Go find a hammer. Okay. Come back. Same thing. Okay, yeah. Dish. Dish. Try that. And I'll go down and check. You wait for a while, maybe five minutes. You're not hearing anything. Yeah, yeah, no, use of nothing. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird. How thick is the deck? Yeah, right. So two C's. Uh, two C's worth, Drew. It's T H I C C. Thick. Got it. It's thick. <laughs> yeah. That took me too long to get. <laughs> well,. Two CCs would be enough to at least hear a dull something, if, even if you put your ear up to it, I would imagine. Yeah. Because the, sh- the ship's always, like, sound can still carry through the the wood. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. Can you can we borrow a few few uh, few of your deck hands and maybe a couple pieces of deck from the repair kit? And he walks over. Uh, part of for the deck kit for... We what? think that tear in space and time is actually some residual part of it's affixed to the boat, and I would hate, uh, particularly if we hop off and you keep going, to have you guys flying around here with a, a, a weak point in space and time affixed to your deck. It seems like a bad thing. So we want to do a quick experiment here, pull up a couple boards, and uh, see if the anomaly around them moves with them. And if so, we recommend chucking them over the side. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that shouldn't be any problem. Let me uh, let the captain know what's happening, and yeah, just grab the nearest sailors you can grab, and then they'll help you. Okay. And Vanessa, and she nods. Keep an eye on that. If it's anything to do with this, an extra set of magic hands wouldn't hurt. And he heads back to Horatio. They seem to be just having a general meeting and discussion of sorts. Nothing too important other than logistics. Mm-hmm. Seems It's pressing to him, at least. And Vanessa nods. Okay, yeah. Um, also, uh, I guess another question I have is if if it's I, I would like to know more about the previous times happened to you guys too and and she's thinking could I maybe test your blood and she kind of like winces like that as if that's a weird request I, I mean I have a thought and if you'll if you'll humor me for a second is mm-hmm. if I can you know put life force into the, the gemstones to make this ship fly maybe your life force could open or maybe close things 
Lisa, you were you were near the thing and trying to close it. What did, what did it feel like when you were doing that? Like, how were you doing it? Do you do you remember much from it? And she looks hopefully to you. Yeah, I had the stone you gave me, and I just repeated the chant that I saw you doing under the ship the other day. Her eyes kind of widen. Because in the past when we've closed it, we've also used stones. One of them was a soul stone, and then you closed it the last time. And I figured since these stones are recyclable, I'd been practicing because this keeps happening. And, and you've used some of your blood for it. Yeah. Oh. It's a blood magic stone, right? Yeah. That's what you would do. And you see visibly on her face, the, the gears are turning, the, the theories are going, and for a long moment, she's not with you guys. She's in the theorizing, but eventually she pops back. Like, oh, there's people here. Um, Mind palace. Give me, while, while you guys, while you guys cut the boards, I'm going to cut a gemstone in a certain way. I have an idea. Okay. Um, but I would need you guys to be okay with me using your blood. If I would, if it's, I would say the combination of all four of our bloods together seemed to be a fairly potent combination that several unsavory people wanted to use for very bad things. So I would recommend against using all four of us unless you think that's absolutely necessary. In any of my experience, it's been a solitary user giving their blood, so it wouldn't necessarily be a, like, I would definitely not want to mix your guys' blood together, especially while we're flying, right. in case something were to go on. But a control like one person, maybe uh, Lisa, since you, you already use your blood, maybe maybe that will... We can use yours, and sh- and she's still going through the the things, her own processes. Another thing is, refilling the gemstones below takes a lot out of me. Do you, when any of you have healing capabilities, or a lot of a means to help, like help someone if they if they collapse or fall or go unconscious? I mean, we can all help too. Okay, Yusuf. Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, well, I suppose um, you haven't been around when I've done it to you because you've been unconscious. But yeah, I I do. Oh. Well, I, I thank you. For, <laughs> I thank you for that. Yeah, thanks. He likes um, touching people yeah. and filling them up. She pauses a moment. <laughs>, <laughs> and laughs. Okay, I'm going to go cut the gemstone. And then, yeah. Anyways, uh, you guys can do the board thing. I trust you there. All right. And then she just scoots. <laughs> well, I'll kind of talk the, since I kind of ID'd the, the perimeter of this thing, I'll point out to the to the crew where I think we need to kind of tear the boards up. Sure. And ask them to do it, as opposed to, like, just a flat, like, HGTV-style demolition <laughs> to actually try to pull the <laughs> right. boards up, you know, so that we can kind of keep them together enough to, right. you know, still get a sense of that effect on them. Right. Hup, hup, cheerio. Because you're, you guys are trying to be a little bit more careful and not just, like, happy home demolishers, the show... It takes you a little while, probably most of the, I would say, morning to beginning of the afternoon to get what you think is the right area squared away. And as soon as you guys lift it up, you guys have that piece or pieces, that, that particular part of wood. Mm-hmm. And the other crew gets to work with their kit and starting to replace and work on that, leaving you guys uh, a chunk of the deck. Yeah. Yusuf, do you want to help me carry this to the, uh, if we're mid-deck starboard, let's try to go like port aft. And see if this thing follows along with us. Sure. And we walk to the back left side of the ship. Yeah. See if the feeling stays with us or if it if we leave it behind. Yeah, you get over there and you don't really notice anything as you're walking and carrying it to there just because there's enough wind and people and must rustling and noise and moving. But as soon as you get over there and you stop and kind of start to weed out the wind noise and all that, Fetter first you notice with your higher perception, that some of the same feeling, not necessarily like it's faint. There's a little distortion in the air, mm-hmm. but you also feel uneasy. You're feeling roughly the same as when you were sitting there directly. Right. That something's off or wrong. Yeah. But it is very hard to put into words because it's haunted wood. Like, I don't know. Like, right. I'll, I'll kind of point that out to everybody. I was like, do you see like the small distortions in the air and like that weird kind of queasy feeling? And... I'll walk back over to where they're doing the repairs and just make sure that it's it's no longer there as well and kind of... Yeah. Jonathan, so like on the back corner of the ship where we, where we are, I'll set the wood uh-huh. like across it uh-huh. so that I'm not having to hold it up, but I'll just keep a hand on it so it doesn't like fly off and then wait for Feta to confirm whether or not it's still over on the other side. Yeah. 
And then Yusuf, while he's doing that, while he's confirming with the crew and figuring that out, you can run just to do an investigation check with your hand on the thing to see if you feel the effects or feel that weirdness that Federer was talking about because you don't immediately feel anything when he said it. Investigation, you say? Yes. Plus zero, you say? <laughs> Five. I see none of the things. You're, you're going to have to... Yeah, you're going to have to take Fedor's yeah. word for it that he feels the thing. And you stare at the woods like, this seems like normal wood. Fedor, as you talk with the crew and you walk over there, you kneel down and the crew is like, yeah, what, what, what's up? And you shh, shush them. And it feels normal there. It feels fine. Okay. It takes you about maybe five, ten minutes to clear out the false positives of like, sure. oh, the wind was a little weird here, but there's a guy across from me. Right on. He stinks. That sort of thing. I'd want like Lisa or Taslin there with me just to make sure that I'm not insane. Sure. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, and just kind of point those things out and be like, look, I'm not trying to make a bunch out of a little, but as much as we know about this stuff, the better. Yeah. And since Federer has kind of been explaining what's going on and how, like, the, the feeling of it, Lisa and Taslin, right there, you have advantage on per uh, investigation kind of of the area. You're, you're essentially moving your hand through the air and trying to feel it out, but he's right there kind of guiding you. 24. Oh, goodness. 13. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so you both can feel that it's normal there and things aren't bad. And Federer, I'm assuming you're going to take them over to where Yusuf is and show them like here. Now it feels weird here so they can have the context. Yeah, it's uh, sunk itself into the boards. So interesting. How? I don't know. Where's Vanessa? I think we should do whatever experiment she wants to do and then get this thing off the ship. But that's just me. Yeah. Who did this, though? I mean, I've only traveled through portals that have been pre-established and kind of pre-locked in by the family, right? So they're fixed places in time, much like Galatha's teleportation circle. So whatever type of magic this is, I'm unfamiliar with it. But this is also on a fixed place, right? Yeah. I mean, this is fixed. We're moving it around the right. ship. I mean... So who fixed it? I'll, I'll fix it. I wonder if it's been... If it was poked through from the other side. You know what I mean? Like, let's see. The other the other times this happened were the campsite. But they knew we were going to be on the ship. Right. How and who? That's all stuff that we don't know. We don't know any of that yet. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, who knew that we were going to be on the ship? Let's be detectives. No, and I'm I'm quite literally saying, like, we, we don't know that. We don't have that information. And it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we can rule some people out. I mean, we didn't tell anyone. I feel like it's the same situation of we didn't... No one knew that we'd be at the tower, and yet they found us at the top of the tower, so... We believe reasonably that our blood activating the tower alerted the riders. Like, that, that seems to be a working hypothesis that we have. The, the, the portal assaults predate that and have happened now after it, right? So, where was it? It was the campsite, in Trost, was there another one? Uh, on the tower, and now, right? Those are the four times. I'm not missing any? Mm-mm. Okay. So something happened when we were in the first tower that made us traceable? Or they're tracing an item. Something that we're carrying with us. I, I kind of lean, I, I lean in. I'm like, yeah. what about your book? Could they trace that? Or does that have magic to protect on it against it? Federer, you can roll a history. Sure. If you want, just to. I just remember the devil saying something about your aunt is watching the book very closely. Do you think maybe she's tracking you with it? Well, that's a, a dirty 20. Or maybe maybe we call it a 20. nasty twenty. <laughs> Ooh, that nasty, nasty twenty. Uh, yeah, so so twenty uh, on the history check. Ooh, dirty. A nasty twenty gets you the information you need. Did you write in the book each time before? Not in that specific location. I've I wrote on the boat previous to the assault. Sure. Did you write in the tower? I journaled at the campsite, but no, I did not journal at the tower, and I did not journal anywhere at the university's campus. So, I did in trust, very generally, but... And, Fedor, you, you know that with the way the book was designed, the family put enough magics into there that they know you're on the material plane, 
but as far as anything specific, that would be really hard for them to pinpoint, especially if you're in a moving thing. Yeah. Like, contextually, they could maybe, make, they could maybe suss out eventually, but that was also part of the design. Like, even not just for you, but if uh, your, any of your aunts were using it, they wouldn't want to be located. Buy it. They just want to yeah. be like, yeah, they want to be able to at least see the message, relay it, and if someone's out, like, going a different way, maybe be like, oh, something's wrong. Like, yeah. it's more of an alert system than a GPS. Right. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't quite have those, you know, I think a traditional scry would work, possibly, but there are certain protections based placed on these books that a allow them to communicate between the planes and also obfuscate them slightly so that they can't be pinpointed in such a way i mean if i figured that was the case i yeah see the point of doing that without doing the other as well considering what they're used for yeah just wondering if if it's an item that they're tracking instead right i'm pretty sure they're tracking us specifically okay our blood or something considering the physical reactions that we have whenever a portal is about to open up. Yeah, that's true. And we're the only ones that get those. Yeah. Not everybody else. But the nature of this specific portal drop does tell us that it's a little bit more generic than just like throwing a portal at a general area around us. Because, you know... A couple centimeters too high, and the portal just flies off the boat and doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And doesn't I mean, actually do anything. Anchored here is, is definitely something. So I kind of yeah. look at the board leaning on the rail, so I'm like, so should we ditch this? Should I just flip it off the side? Well, let's see what Vanessa has to do. As if on cue, Vanessa scurries up, and you see in her hand she's got this gemstone that is crafted a little bit different than what you've seen before, but it looks like a rudimentary knife blade. And she's like, here, Lisa, here, put this, grab onto this, and you take the knife, essentially, the skirrel knife. It's like, uh, it's rudimentary, sorry. And as she says that, you know she's being a little modest. She did some nice cutting. She's like, so, I guess for this, Lisa, since you did the spell before, the, the chanting, do that and then what I want you to do is, uh, someone, maybe maybe you, Lisa, or someone else, if you want to cut, you know, safely along the wrist, and get and like just a nice opening there for blood to be pulled out the, the the gemstone. And then as you're chanting, just try scraping against the wood. I I can only guess that you were scraping, right? You're you're kind of pulling your staff along the thing. Like I assume just with a tear, that's what you would do, or something. You know, just. Well, I think before we put the staff in the tear itself and it's kind of closed around it, or, is, or am I making that up? I feel like that's what we did before. Yeah, I feel like it was more of a point and... Point and jab? Yeah, I, I've, I mean, I've only seen you guys attempt to close it here, um, and we're dealing with something like opening it from our end? I I, I don't know. Like, just try, what, try, try whatever you feel. Vanessa, does that... Do you think that that is what will happen? Is the goal of this experiment to theoretically try to reopen the weak point in some capacity? Yeah, I I mean, I'm assuming we're trying to see if we can. So here's here's how I closed it. I held my staff, because this is the staff that they used to open it the first time, or the second time we got attacked, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I have to speak in abyssal and say close. And the more people that help me, the faster it closes. And we're just like, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of poking at it until it closes. It's kind of a force of will type thing. Hmm. Yeah. The first time it had a soul stone in it. This time I had your stone in it, the scarol gems. So I don't know if it's going to work without the staff, but I'm willing to try. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's try with the... the with the I mean, knife? If you want, like, well... Is that the point of... Let's try the staff first. As with all things, let's do this in an orderly fashion. Well, um, hold so on, Vanessa. One, lose the yeah, date. One, one second. One sec. Uh, do, are we sure we want to do this? And if so, we should probably let everybody know that this is happening. Well, of course, yes. But Vanessa, what did you... I mean... Oh, yeah. What was? What were you hoping to glean from Well, this? I mean, I'm curious if we can open it as well, but do we want to do it on the ship in the air is the question. Uh, 
I mean, that is the question, I guess. But at the same time, you guys took care of it <laughs> pretty adeptly. Right. Were we to do this, and I think it's a, a group decision here. Yeah. I mean, do we do we send the raven back through? Do we try to see if it's the same point in abyssal space, or if it perhaps gives us some clue as to if it's been summoned from a different point? I mean, that's at least some information, right? Like, let's figure out risk-reward here before we get to... Oh, yes. Sure. Because I'd just as soon kick it over the side. Yeah, do we think this energy is going to disappear if we don't do it now? Like, can we wait until we've landed? I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. We keep the we keep yeah. the board under watch, knowing that it's a weak point, and perhaps we try something when we get on the ground. I don't know. I like that plan better. Okay. You sense that she's a little on the disappointed side, and she's not doing a very good job of hiding her curiosity. Yeah winning over a little bit more than her self-preservation. Listen, Vanessa, your expertise and your arcane knowledge have have been a great boon to the crew and to us. Yeah. John. Yeah? Just while everybody's talking and focusing on Vanessa, (laughs) I have pulled out the shard from earlier that I have, and I've kind of cut my hand and just run the shard with the blood on the plank. While everyone on the plank? Yeah. Do I see that, John? Of course you do. Were you hiding that you were doing I'm that? Not, I wasn't necessarily hiding, but everybody was just busy, and I was like, this probably isn't going to work. But, yeah. Okay, so then I would roll a uh, sleight of hand, uh, okay. Taslin, and then better if you're... Then per, uh, perception. Perception, and... Yeah. So a contested sleight of hand versus perception for everyone else. You're all going to die in there! <laughs> 21. The ship blows up. 27, 21. John. <laughs> <laughs> you you notice her doing it. She's cutting her hand with the with, with the shard. Tess, what are you doing? That she has her own. T- testing out. But like, weren't we just in like the like? Let's all talk as a it group. It probably won't work. There's key words to these things, and and it's not just a hack and slash. Well, we've said close an abyssal, and it's closed it. So I imagine open an abyssal would probably open it. You know what I mean? But, like, I mean, I, like, I was trying to make sure we all had a say in this in case we blow up the end of the boat. You know what I'm saying? But please, go ahead. <laughs> Vanessa's looking back and forth like, I, I, I mean, don't, don't blow up the ship. Uh, work together? Are you the one that always says we should talk first and not act rashly? I'm not acting rashly, but sure, I'll... It's okay. We didn't do. Do you want the staff if you're going to do this? No, I don't. I don't think the staff really plays any part into this. So I'll just call across the ship. Are you doing it? Are you are you putting the blood on there? Is anyone going to attempt to stop you? I thought like, you'd already the next done question. that. I mean, he saw me. I you, stopped. Caught you doing it. No, he saw me. Okay, I you stopped. stopped. Okay. Fine, whatever. Go ahead. Dad, Taslin's going to try something back here. <laughs> and I'll just call it out to it. Stop fighting, kids. <laughs> I pull out my sword just so it's out and active so everyone has the buff if we need it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Vanessa gasps, and she's, like, excited. <gasps> and as you try to put your hand out to there and put the blood on the board, and nothing happens. Well, let's just see, because I'm curious, since this has been with us the whole time. Okay. And I hand her the staff. Hmm. You know Abyssal. Try it. Stand Tell it to open. You okay. stand, stand by on one side of this board, and if anything weird happens, we push it over, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm moving myself. I mean, we don't want to mix. We don't want to have, like, a blood cocktail. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Like, same kind of gem. I think it's fa- I think it's fairly more complicated than we're giving let the people it credit on the, for. Let the people on the ground deal with it. <laughs> I uh, point the staff at it in a very awkward pose, trying to look cool doesn't quite make it. <laughs> activate the crystal. Activate the crystal first. Your blood's already flowing. Squish. Squish. <laughs> blood yeah. on the crystal. <laughs> Heroic. Trying to look awesome. Not doing so great. Point at the, point the staff at it. And I say open in abyssal. I don't think it's going to do anything. And yeah, it, Vanessa gasps as you say open in an abyssal because she's like, oh, that sounds scary. Uh, but nothing seems to happen. You wait a while and you to look cooler, you make your face scowl a little more and you try it again <laughs> just even more angry Ooger. and uh, Vanessa's like 
this is cool. And <laughs> again, nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens, unfortunately. The increasing feeling of just, what did I, what am I doing here <laughs> with these people? <laughs> I'd hand the staff back to Lisa and kind of turn to everybody and be like, see, it's more complicated than everybody's thinking it is. Needs a lot of activation. Fair enough. Because I mean, uh, Vanessa, so, Vanessa chimes in, because you guys closed it while, the, while it's always been open, right? So you've never opened? You've never opened nope. it or had someone? No, for no. no reason No. To. Why would we do that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, curiosity? Uh, n- never mind. Never mind. I, well, before, sorry. Vanessa, what I'll say is that... Curiosity is for the bedroom, Vanessa. <laughs> she nods. So, Vanessa, just to kind of walk you through the process here, before the rifts had always either kind of appeared in midair or kind of just around open space. So this is really the first time we've been able to pinpoint kind of an artifact of where they were after we'd closed them, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So this is really a kind of a... The fact that we have kind of a any sort of artifacts to kind of fiddle with other than just flat open air is, is, is kind of the new step that we're fiddling with here. In oh, this. okay. Yeah, so this is really the first opportunity oh. where we've been able to pinpoint an exact affected area after the fact, largely because we're still here in the aftermath of the assault. Right, right. I'm happy to kick it overboard, but I leave it to the whole group. Because maybe we can open it from this side, but what's to say the other part, the, whoever on the other side couldn't just as easily reopen it. What if this feeling is just residual, though? It'd be kind of interesting to see if it dissipates as we travel. Over time? Yeah. Right, well. It's true. Oh, we, we could chart that, yeah. Yeah. I think the way this works in particular is kind of like this. And I, like, pull out my dagger and I'll stab it into the floorboards and then pull it out. And I'll be like, they took a stab. They made a mark. And there's something left behind. There's no guarantee that it gets all the way through. It could be that one-time thing, but there's a mark left behind, and this is the mark. Yeah. Do you think it'll heal itself? No, perhaps. Maybe. Vanessa shows her her cut arms and wrists and folds the clothes like, to a point, I guess. I imagine forever that board will be weird to somebody. That's my guess. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know. I think it would need assistance to to genuinely heal. I'm thinking back to walking through the Shattered Lands and looking at this and be like, maybe this is what the tower did to the land around it. Maybe that's this is a very small dagger stab and that was a meteor crater. And so it, the land is haunted. Maybe this is the same thing. Yeah. Vanessa, have you been able to analyze the Icar at all yet, or have you just been focusing on the residual rift this morning? Basically, the rift. I figured that as long as the Icar is in a, an airtight container, we should be good for now. Yeah. It seemed like that stuff started disappearing after we killed the thing, so the fact that you got some is, is good. I don't want to mess with it just yet until we have a better control than being up in the air. My thought is, with this... You guys said, I'm assuming you were giving your own command word when you were speaking in that language. But for me, the chant I did, I do every morning for, or I did every morning for the bottom of the ship, that's always been able to center me and activate kind of my connection with these skeral gemstones. So That's what I did. Yeah. And since you remembered it, maybe, not maybe we don't have to do this now, but maybe what it requires is taking either one of the stones maybe maybe even this this new one i made just as a sharper point and just trying that getting the blood chanting it getting this thing to get that energy to, built up to energize the stone before we attempt to right sort of like um um and she thinks for a second like a hot poker or something for a blacksmithing you know when you get the when you right and we didn't and we didn't fire the iron before we attempted to bend it right right and right. and if, if maybe maybe the reason why this seems easier from the other side is it's maybe maybe the other side is in a continual state of burning heating maybe maybe the that side wherever that other side is is prime to push through the fires the fire's hot yusuf kind of nods his head 
Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're also dealing with the elevation up here, a lot of different factors that could maybe, I don't know, uh, affect the energy. So if we get this stone hot, it might make, take a significant amount of blood. But if we're all here and we can, you know, provide that healing presence and do what, whatever you guys did for me or whatever people did for me whenever I would collapse, then maybe we would be good. And maybe, maybe it doesn't take a lot. I don't know. But I sense, uh, my, my, my guess in my, in my heart is that it's different from this side out to wherever. Right, so should we all do this? We fire up the Skirol gem, right? Charge it full of energy, try the reopening. Let's say, yay, we open some manner of portal. Then what do we do? For me, I think the intent is to try to get some sort of actionable information on who's responsible for this. But I don't know what steps would we take to do that. Well, I mean, if if we do open something up and Taz is able to get in and recon again with the bird, that might give us a little more information. Or Taz, you have enough un- memory of the first kind of... I mean, it was, it was an endless roiling bo- void, was it not? Of enemies, yep. All clamoring on top of each other to get through the tear. Yeah, So there, but there was no discernible North Star, point in the sky, landmark. Absolutely not. Okay. Well, I mean, at least if we confirm that, that's something that's confirmed. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm all for the experimentation. I'd like to be able to kind of trace back these bastards who are tracing us, obviously. But I just want to make sure all of our intentions are kind of understood before we do so. I mean, I think at the very least, finding out if it's the same, for lack of a better term, hellscape than what you saw before. I mean, that might give us some information. If it's coming from the same place each time or different places. I feel like if we're going to go into the hells, it shouldn't be through a tear. Right. Well, this wouldn't... Well, no. I I feel like... This isn't the the hells, right? This is the abyss. Yeah. I still feel like it shouldn't be through a tear. I think we should probably find another point that these rituals are having and see if there's a way to get through there. I mean, sure. It's a little bit more of a solid location. Right. Versus just jumping with our eyes closed. Right. Just to throw this out there, I don't feel like going to either of those places at all in general. I'm fine with staying here. So Okay, noted. Yusuf, are you able to with your connection to the ancients, do you are you able to consecrate things? I feel like you did that in the in the swamp, did you not? Where we had where we rested? Well consecrate is a loose term. I pretty much used the spell that I had going to burn away all the the ichor that we had in that area just to to sure. do some cleansing earth, but no Let's see here. Because I would also be curious to know if we could, this residual energy could be dissipated without the use of the Skirl gems. You know, if there's some other source of Arcanum that's not blood magic that would also affect the the rift. Maybe important to know later. Oh, yeah, I I wouldn't suggest using blood magic to mend anything, (laughs) necessarily, as a downside to our thing. The only thing that I have that's close to that. Well, actually, let me double check here again. I mean... I got a 23 for Arcana, John. Do I know anything about what might help dissipate this energy besides blood magic? You said uh, 23 on a what? On an Arcana roll. On Arcana. You get the sense that something like that could ease the, the space around the affected area and make it that point not as noticeable. I don't know if you would I don't know if you could ever truly get rid of something that tore into space and time yeah. this intently. Yeah. Obvi- but, obviously. Yeah. But you could ease it and if that tear meant that the area was weak, you could reinforce it with something. Like you, you get the you get the sense that you could do something along those lines. I have ceremony, but I don't have it memorized right now. Uh, you perform a special religious ceremony that is infused with magic. When you cast the spell, choose one of the following rites, the target of which must be within 10 feet of you throughout the casting. Casting time takes an hour. So I have atonement, bless water, coming of age, dedication, funeral rite, and wedding. Uh, 
So does someone want to marry the uh, marry the the can, old... <laughs> can cross wedding right yeah. off? Anyone want to marry the wood? So like, I, <laughs> I was like, hey, Fetter, you, you want to get married on plank. top of this cursed wood? <laughs> oh God! Fantastic. So atonement, you touch. It's cursed and consecrated. You touch one willing creature whose alignment has changed. You make a DC Wisdom insight check. On a successful check, you restore the target to its original alignment. Blessed water makes a vile water holy. Coming of age, you touch one humanoid who is a young adult for the next 24 hours. Whenever the target makes an ability check, you can add a D4 and add the number rolled to the ability check. Uh, You can only benefit from this right once. Dedication... Uh, you touch one humanoid who wishes to be dedicated to your god's service for the next 24 hours whenever the target makes a saving throw can roll a d4 and add that uh, funeral rite touch a corpse next seven days it can't become undead by any means short of a wish spell and wedding you bond you touch adult humanoids willing to be bonded together in marriage for the next seven days each target gains a plus two ac plus bonus to ac when they are within 30 feet from each other a creature can benefit from this right again only if widowed so I don't know if we could do, like, the and- atonement thing, or because there is no consecrate <laughs> anymore, or hallow. Like, those aren't spells anymore, I don't think. Is there a crew member? Is there any crew member named Ed or Eddie or... <laughs> that so would... A very awkward-shaped uh, crew member pops their head in. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interested in being uh, married to a board for... Or plank. Or plank. For the rest of their nights, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy was the one with playing. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> I love your plank. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could try a, a restoration on it. I don't know if that would do anything. It's not how the spell is usually. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to belabor the point. I just kind of want to see what our options are. I don't know because it seems like we're gonna fiddle around with this thing before we chuck it off the boat. I just want to make sure we make the most of it, you know what I mean? What question, guys? Uh, what is the moral issue, if anyone has it, if something happens and things come out of it that we just push the board over? I would not yeah. want to leave. And let whoever's below do Yeah, no, we, we're not going to do that. Oh. So we'd close, fight them off, close the portal, then chuck it over? Yes. Yeah. Right, I mean... Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, all the other seems points... Like, it seems all like... All the other points we had to leave behind, but we closed those portals, so I was okay with that. Like the one on the tower, for instance. That was just going to make that situation right. I mean, worse if we left it open. Right. Seems like after extra work to me, but I'll acquiesce to whatever we all decide. Could we just have our weapons out, pointed at the, the thing, and stab forward if there's an opening, and hope we cut somebody or something, and just no? I think that do what we, we can. Vanessa, considering that what's possibly on the other side of this is the endless, roiling chaos, anger of the abyss, I don't think we want anything to go through there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's yeah. that's a good point. It's just I wonder. I just wonder if when, where we do it, or when we do it, won't affect what happens. Is it just? Is there a better chance of survival on the ground? Will this destroy? Like, will it just be the same as before? Or and my question is, like, if we've never done this before, what's to say that anything will have a permanent effect? Has, has your guys' holes ever closed by themselves? Well, not by themselves. They've had to be filled. Wait, didn't... Yes. Just, we, we grab the... We take several of us, we grab the biggest rod we have available, and we cram it repeatedly into the hole. No, the first one did close on its own, remember? Because we didn't have any sticks for the holes yet. Oh, the one at the campfire. Yeah. Remember, it just closed. We were like, what? And then it was gone. Interesting. Only two of the maw demons came out of that, though. Maybe it wasn't powerful enough to stay open. Maybe it was just like an asshole. Like the sphincter. Eventually, it just closed by itself. Just. Yeah. Yeah. As we all know, there are two sphincters, right? There's the one that you can have active control over and the one that you have involuntary control over. So are we talking the external sphincter or the internal sphincter? So you're telling me that the other portals except for the first one blew an O-ring and they weren't able to close by themselves? I mean, exactly. Got it. The demons did keep getting bigger and bigger coming out of Well, them. I mean, they did poop out the bigger ones. There were, there were some significant turds that significant. came out of those. So it's gaping is what you're saying. Like, it's it's just not... Yeah. Okay. I feel like whoever's doing this really needs to get more fiber in their diet. This is a really long riff. And this is how the party came to be named the Raisin Brands. <laughs> well, maybe... maybe. <laughs> 
Look, portal portal exploration, I just want to say, for the benefit of everyone, portal exploration is natural and good. Just maybe do a little bit of cleaning before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what, are we doing this thing? Are we going to wait? What do we want to do? I don't know. I'm just... I vote for doing it now. Just getting it over with and... I'm going to I'm going to assume that we're not going to be good enough to keep this hole open for very long. Whatever. But uh, it's you guys. It's your guys' blood. Someone has to do it and I'm Again, I don't I don't think it's going to work. I feel it's it's much like how I just stabbed the deck with my dagger. We don't have a dagger to make that hole bigger again. This is a leftover residue. There's no guarantee that we're going to be able to use the hole that's already made to make an right. even bigger one, right? Well, but we did miss a critical step, as Vanessa pointed out, as far as charging up the Skirrell dagger. So, still experiments to be had, should we want to have them. I'm game either way, so there's my vote. What say the rest of you? I'd rather wait till we're on land. I guess if push comes to shove, I, I, I would too. Okay. Okay. So we wait for we, okay, we wait until it. we land. Vanessa, let's you and I will talk to my dad. This thing needs to be under guard, I think. It's going to be really boring. Sure. Yes. But until we get to the ground. I would like to propose that if try number 2 doesn't work, which it might not, we just break the board or burn it. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a variety of ways, you know, again, this is all experimentation. Yeah, for right. sure. And then I guess in the meantime, Lisa, Tazlin, if you're interested, I guess, or if any of you really, if you want to try and charge up a stone just to see what that feels like to get used to the feeling, you can use this dagger and just do that. You know, you, we can practice it if you want while, you know, during the remaining time. So that way we're not doing it fresh. And you're not doing it to anything. You're just charging the stone. We can then let it dissipate over time. Sure. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to learning, but the arcane realms are not or, really my or, specialty, so... Or if you if you want, I can, um, we can just take a little bit of a little vial of your blood and just see what what it, what it does, how it, if it moves the jar, shatters the jar, or anything around something that wouldn't be enough to do anything other than just disturb an area, you know, lightly. Vanessa, I, I feel like and I'll let the group speak for themselves, but uh, no one's holding on to my blood ever for any reason. Okay, I, I respect that. Sorry, it's just it's too. As someone that's seen plenty of contracts get made over the years. So there's just too much power in it. So no offense to you, but... No, I, none taken. I, I play very fast and loose with blood in general. So do stop me if I overstep. Yeah. All right, well... But it's there. I'm willing to practice anything or, or go over any ideas if any of you have them. But if we're not going to do it, I'm going to continue um, studying. And I might actually sit here with maybe another uh, another sailor. We can we can just sit here and watch the thing. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep an eye All right, on it. So I do not mind. We should find a secure place on the deck for this then. Yeah. So um, maybe let's ask my dad or the captain where it would be out of the way. Well, I mean, we can put sure. it near the bow. That's kind of where I'm hanging out anyway. Gallahan, as I look over my shoulder, he's with us at the stern of the ship. He's like, we could keep an eye on it too. Sure. Let's let's move it up there sure. then. Yeah. And you guys do. And you get the necessary explanations out of the way. Ratio seems a bit not so much concerned but like, "Okay. Um I trust you guys after all we've been through." But weird. And Drago's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll help where I can and I'll get anyone else to help as we need." And so yeah, for the remainder of the trip at least, that board is going to be under watch constantly and it won't sacrifice any crew's chores or duties that won't cut into anyone's schedules or anything like that so that leaves you guys with that deliberation you're looking closer to around the late afternoon now uh i'm gonna take my time to do my daily scrying okay uh where where are you going for that probably my the cabins just wanted to make sure in case anyone were either interested in following you or yeah do you make your intentions known i'd probably want to keep an eye on my aunt if so yeah, I'll probably like off to the side, tell the group, be like, so I'm gonna go use my crystal ball, check in on some things. Right on. I'm trying to remember how much of the last, the other scries did you tell us about or were we present for? You were not present for the other ones. Okay. I think, cause I probably didn't update much because there wasn't, there wasn't that much of a difference. I think I did tell you that 
Igmi wasn't, didn't seem like she was in the city anymore. Okay. She was somewhere else. But the last two scries, they were, they were like in the same place. And then Dearest Daddio is still in the same place, getting his balls whacked and not in a fun way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Just a little recreational CBT, guys. Come on. It does the body good. Mm. Right on. Right. So, yeah. So you guys can go with her if you want. And she didn't, I mean, like she said, she didn't tell you all that much other than what you already caught from that last time. Into it. All right. Yusuf, you going with or are you staying up or Lisa, are you following along too? I'll uh, I'll stay up on the bow with, uh, well, yeah, no, I'll go with, because Galahan's up there. He can let me know if anything happens. Sure. How about you, Lisa? Lisa's really antsy. She's on her way home, so she's just going to go sit and probably meditate near where Batok is in the kitchen. She feels calm there, so she's just going to kind of put herself away for a second. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. I feel like Lisa needs to have meditation A and meditation B <laughs> for when she's quite literally just meditating and when she's like knocking dishes over with her ass. <laughs> like the small M and capital M meditation. We'll see if one leads to the other, you know, like how centered I get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sit still, do some deep breathing, and yeah. Casserole to bang. <laughs> and as you're down there, just the din of grabbing dishes and pots and pans and the general noise that happens as Betok moves with just an unreal grace with cooking and preparing, getting everything ready for the evening meal. It's calming. So you get the, the centering that you need, and it just sounds so peaceful. To scry or not to scry? Hardly a question at all. I'd watch everyone if I had a super awesome crystal ball. Anyway, it would appear that this infamous alchemy jug is empty, so I must leave you. But never fear, for I shall return to tell you more of what the crystal ball sees in these demon days. Sure. One can hope. <laughs> thank you for already, thank you for all you do, Michaela. I love you. All right. Oh, memoirs of a sound editor. They couldn't sink for shit. And oh my all right. god. Yeah. Whatever. I'll buy her dinner when she's here next week. <laughs> That'll only, make it better. Only one dinner, though, Michaela. You're on your own for the rest of it. <laughs> Nice. All right. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, kiddo? <laughs> What's up? What's up, kiddo? <laughs> hi, Dandy. He's doorknobs now. <laughs> Drew says hi. Yeah. Hi, Don't the door. Well, you can have, you can have the, the Mario doll. What do you want? What do you want? You can have the Mario doll. No. That's that's not what we agreed on. <laughs> okay, take the glitter duck. <laughs> Jesus. Right, you got, you're making up excuses. <laughs> He's a new monster. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Doorknobs. Guess we gotta yep, change those. Rude now. <laughs> Shit. Quick little side note here, out of character. Sam, the little bouncing that's happening because you're sitting on the ball that I'm sure you're sitting on is the most adorable and distracting every time you talk. It's just like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just better for my back. Michaela, I'm sorry. Also, I'm not sorry. Some cleaning... <laughs> We gotta you, make sure you, that we're nice and slick. She took my entire brilliant sex toy rant and put it 
at the end. <laughs> I'm trying to educate the children. And she put it in the bonus features. Michaela. Uh. <laughs> Please don't let mom hear this. That's why we have to tie it to the narrative, and then she can't get rid of it. Okay, so we'll all just agree the name of this episode yep. is Gaping Mall Hole. Yes, Gaping Mall Hole. Yes. Got it. Michaela. There you go. <laughs> yep. Now we have to keep it in. This is no longer. You just got to make it canon, guys. That's the that's the secret to all of it. So from now on, um, we just that's our battle cry. And anytime one opens, it's just like gaping mall hole. Charge. Gape. Right. Gape. No. Ridi <laughs> you're all ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 